Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Steve Casillo with the August 30th, 2023, 187th Back from Vacation edition. Always broadcasting from the Selmark Studios along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield news team. Coming up, it's Mansfield news, sports, and conversation. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Council approves microtransit. We'll talk about it in a moment with the mayor. Mansfield ISD takes steps to lower property taxes. School board approves zoning change. And in sports, we have the breakdown of the opening weekend of high school football. And in the talk segment, Steve goes one-on-one with Arlington City Councilman and former Mansfield ISD school board trustee Raul Gonzalez. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. No matter your familiarity with buying or selling real estate, having an experienced, trusted advisor on speed dial is priceless. The Roger and Beth team of Century 21 Judge Fight is here to be that resource for you. Whether you're buying right here in Mansfield or your dreams are taking you elsewhere, we are ready to help you with turning that vision into a reality. To learn more, visit our website at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. Are you ready to create unforgettable memories? Picture this, an enchanting event venue nestled amidst breathtaking landscapes with panoramic views right here in Mansfield. The Grandview Event Center is the perfect setting to bring your vision to life. From intimate gatherings to large-scale extravaganzas, the Grandview has flexible spaces to accommodate any occasion, be it a wedding reception, corporate Christmas party, or community gathering. Book your next unforgettable experience at thegrandviewmansfield.com. That's thegrandviewmansfield.com. The Grandview Event Center, where memories are made and dreams become reality. Book your event today. This portion of the news is brought to you by the Grandview Event Center. Hi, I'm Corey Berlin, 2022 Boston Marathon finisher, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. The Mansfield City Council held a regularly scheduled meeting on Monday. The following opinions of those of Michael Evans may not necessarily reflect those of the Mansfield City Council. Since we last met, which has been about a month ago, first of all, top of the morning, Michael Evans. And top of the morning to you, sir. We both took vacations in the last month. Yes, and we did. Um, hopefully yours was was restful as as was mine. It was outstanding. We were in Hawaii, and it was it was great. And I feel really good. I, I was able to uh, try out a new sport, and that's paddle boarding. And, oh yeah, uh, didn't do too bad. Only uh, fell off one time. So other than that, <laughs> well, I'm good. ready to go. A yeah. well balanced man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. According to who you ask. <laughs> well, I, and I have to say that that. It was wonderful getting out of the 110 degree temperatures for the mid 70s of Denver. So uh, that was that was my uh, locale Listen, for the week. You did good. It was 83. 83 were the highs while oh. we were there for seven days. So, but it's always good to get back to the great Mansfield, Texas. Let's talk about Monday. Monday, the city council meeting. You held a uh, or you'd had a proclamation for Mansfield Reads. Yes, we uh, started the meeting with a proclamation for Mansfield Reads 2023, and the friends of the Mansfield Public. Library, you know that they do a terrific job uh, with this program, and it encourages the community to get together and to and to read books. And uh, you know, I would say this 
For folks who love reading, uh, you'll learn more about this year's book and activities. You'll do that online. Just go to mansfieldtexas.gov, and uh, you'll see what we are all participating in together. We're excited about the program. Let's talk about the Innovation Corridor. This is some wonderful news coming out of that. You know what? Some great news in regard to uh, the Innovation Corridor, because uh, we really mean that literally. So uh, we, we're going to we're going to see in the area a new program in what is called Mechatronics and Robotics. Uh, it is going to be a partnership uh, with um, Tarrant County College, as well as MISD, the city, our um, economic development uh, corporation. So everybody's working together because we're trying to bring these technologies to our uh, city and to our region. Because again, one of the things that we want to have is high wage jobs here in the city of Mansfield, uh, just so that we can have those remarkable experiences that we always talk about. You know, at the last meeting of the Mansfield ISD, they helped uh, lower the tax rate for the citizens of Mansfield yes. and the city of Mansfield's uh, starting to do their part again. Yes, yes. Let me, let me tell you, we are excited about the fact that uh, we believe, now right now it's proposed, we haven't voted on it yet, okay. but we believe that we will have the opportunity to lower the tax rate to uh, at least uh, 66 cents per $100 evaluation. And, um, you know, there's more to come. Uh, here's what's important to note, that this year's budget includes funding to replace aging equipment such as police cars, fire engine. One fire truck is about $1.2 million. Uh, we're also uh, focused on uh, road and infrastructure improvements uh, with another increase in, in that particular budget area of about uh, 17%. Uh, this for street maintenance. Uh, and, and other projects that's slated for, say, Cannon Drive, South, uh, uh, North Main, and 157 Connection. Uh, we're talking about dollars for Catherine Rose Park, and the list goes on. And, um, you know, I want to thank everyone. I want to thank everyone who shared their feedback at the meeting. And I want to encourage folks to view the budget presentation on MansfieldTexas.gov. Uh, we'll have a second public hearing. Steve, on September the 11th, before voting on the tax rate and budget for the start of the new fiscal year on uh, October the 1st. But uh, we do believe that we're going to continue our tradition. Uh, and, you, you know, it's it's one a good one to be a part of, of uh, lowering the tax rate. So we're still working the work. Microtransit and VIA. Yes, micro, yes, yes, micro transit is coming to town. We're looking at about uh, three minivans that's going to be scurrying around town. It, it, it will be with the Fort Worth Transportation Authority mm -hmm. and Trinity Metro for on-demand rideshare services. So for about $2, $2.50, people will be able to uh, call uh, the um the van and the van will pick them up from their homes. We're not talking about bus stops. Nope. There won't be a uh, little ride share stands, but uh, they will come to your home or to wherever you call them. They will pick you up and take you to said destination. There's a possibility also that uh, you can get a day pass for $5. And uh, this is being funded by um, uh, the money from, from ARPA. 
which is uh, the uh, Recovery Act dollars uh, from COVID. So um, uh, we're excited about it. And, and let me tell you, uh, we've heard people uh, over the years ask for transportation, and uh, we're, we're attempting to make that available. The bottom line is, if, if the folks use it, then it grows. If they don't use it, then we lose it. Yeah. And um, I think what is fair about this is we're making these rides available for uh, people in town. Now, you have to be 15 years or older, 50 ye- 15 years and older in order to utilize this service. But you're going to be hearing a lot more about this because it's, uh, it's a big thing. And when, uh, when does it start? Well, you know what? We are working on the contracts now. Okay. Uh, the hope is, is that uh, we can get this going uh, by November. Uh, and, and, and even, you know, it'll be even better if we can do October. But, sure. but, but by November, we hope to get this up and going. So uh, you'll hear more about it, and hopefully you'll be able to share this information with your audience. Lots of drama coming out of the county of uh, of Tarrant, and a vote of no confidence from from the city council. Yeah, uh, too much drama. You you know you want to make sure that um, people are comfortable and and that they uh, fully understand the appraisal process. I mean, because uh, who who do you know that um, gets warm fuzzies over paying property taxes? Mm. And uh, there's just been too much. Uh, a scandal in regard to uh, the communications that's come from uh, the appraisal board. So, yeah, uh, our council approved a resolution expressing uh, our vote of no confidence in the chief appraiser of the uh, Tarrant Appraisal District and with hopes that uh, they can reset themselves and uh, we can get the kind of leadership that is uh, needed. Now, this is not disparaging on, you know, just one individual. We're not attempting to get involved in that uh, political uh, arm wrestle that's taking place there. But we do know that our our citizenry uh, would definitely want to make sure that uh, they know that we uh, have confidence in the appraisal uh, process. And uh, right now, we just... We just don't have much confidence, and uh, we're hoping that this will get better yeah. very soon. Did uh, did Mansfield take the lead on this, or have other cities also been uh, uh, showing their no confidence? Well, uh, other cities have shown uh, their no confidence. We're just the first city that will have the opportunity to actually vote uh, yeah. on it and to express uh, our uh, uh, feelings and concerns, uh, but I do want you to know that uh, no, there are other cities uh, here in Tarrant County that feel the same way. And after consultation with them, and as well with uh, members of the commissioners' court, uh, we have uh, felt the need to move and take this action. That's perfect. Eleven consent agenda items. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let, as we say, touch on the sexy ones. Yeah, you know what? We'll do that. <laughs> we'll do that. All right. So uh, we. Uh, Boy, you made me laugh with that one. In, in, in regard to the consent agenda, let's get right to it. We, we approved 75000 to Overland Partners for consultation services for architecture, urban design, and master planning. $218,000 to Spec and Associates for urban planning, consultation, and design of Main Street. I mean, we're continuing to give good attention to downtown. Speaking of that, $109,000 for downtown lighting 
Uh, we we are we're going to add more lights to the downtown area. We're going to brighten it up. Make it shine. We're going to make it shine. Make it shine. Seventy thousand dollars for a three hundred and fifty horsepower vertical turbine pump. Uh, Eight hundred and sixty-two thousand dollars for the thirty-inch uh, waterline transmission. Uh, uh, the main transmission along uh, Star Road and Chamber Street. Now, how sexy is that, my Wonderful. friend? And uh, again, uh, this this is. Um, Somewhat of a brief overview, a recap as to what took place on last night. And uh, I have to continue to say that it is a, a blessing and a pleasure uh, to work with uh, the other six uh, partners there on our city council and our city manager. We've got a great group and a great staff. And uh, that's it, Steve. Michael Evans, mayor of uh, Mansfield, Texas. We appreciate you. And uh, thank you again. A moment with the mayor. On About Mansfield. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. And I will see you September the 11th. The Mansfield ISD School Board approved a tax rate reduction last week of approximately 18 and a half cents per hundred dollars of certified property value. Board President Courtney Lackey Wilson said in a statement that the tax rate has decreased for five consecutive years thanks to the efforts of the Business Services Department. Under the new tax rate, the monies are split between the Maintenance and Operations Fund and the Debt Service Fund. The Maintenance and Operations Budget funds daily costs and recurring or consumable expenditures, such as teacher and staff salaries, supplies, food, gas, and utilities. The Debt Service Fund is used to repay debt for longer-term capital improvements approved by voters through bond elections. The new tax rate should save homeowners approximately $550 on a home valued at $300,000. And in that same meeting, Colleen, the Mansfield ISD Board of Trustees approved changes to the district's attendance zones. The recommended changes followed six months of study and feedback from members of the Growth and Attendance Zones Committee and public input. The zoning changes will not take effect until the 2025-26 school year. The majority of the zoning changes involved the feeder pattern of elementary schools such as D.P. Morris, Martha Reed, Annette Perry, and Roberta Tips. To reduce the impact of zoning changes on students, the district is making a series of accommodations allowing students to either remain at a campus or to move early to a new campus. Students who will be juniors and seniors when the rezoning takes effect may stay at their current campus as well as any sibling who's going to be a ninth or 10th grader. Sixth and eighth grade students may also stay at their current campus, as well as any sibling who is going to be in corresponding fifth or seventh grade, respectively. Additionally, students who are rezoned can move early to their new campus in the 24-25 school year. More details regarding these options and early moves will be finalized and shared later this year. In sports... Five MISD football teams made up the four games that took place Thursday and Friday last week. The big game of the week, Summit crushed Lakeridge in a non-conference game, 55-7. Summit came out strong, scoring 41 unanswered points in the first half and cruised home with a pair of TDs in the back end. The Jags now take on Mansfield High Friday night at Newsom Stadium. Speaking of Mansfield High, the Tigers started their season Friday night with a win over Waco Midway, 42-31. Senior running back Marquise Hubbard carried 
carried the ball 12 times with a total of 155 yards and two TDs. Elsewhere, Timberview routed South Grand Prairie 35-zip. Junior running back Jalen Woods logged 93 yards and a couple of touchdowns. And Legacy started their season with a loss as they were nipped by Richland 23-21. Thursday night games this week include Legacy at Crowley. Lakeridge takes on Bosley at Newsom, and Timberview goes head-to-head with Sam Houston at Choctaw Stadium in Arlington. Friday night, as mentioned, Summit and Mansfield square up head-to-head at Newsom Stadium. If you have a comment about the show, the news, or whatever's on your mind locally, the good, the bad, the ugly, doesn't matter what's on your mind, you can reach us by voicemail with your opinion at 817-435-2938. Give us a call. You may wind up on a future podcast. This coming Friday, September 1st, is National Burnt Ends Day. Burnt Ends, of course, being the delicacy of the barbecue, where pitmasters slow smoke, cube, and caramelize pieces of meat, beloved for their sweet flavor and soft-as-butter texture. Made from either brisket or pork belly meat, they're almost as fatty as butter, too. Yet, despite their name, Burnt Ends are not burnt at all. In fact, their dark barbecue bark crust gives them a burnt appearance, but inside it's chewy and tastes like smoked spices and meat. Once considered trimmings or leftover burnt ends now come from the point of the brisket. However, these days burnt ends take center stage in any basket of smoky flavored barbecue. Locally, Del Toro Barbecue on South Main Street offers pork belly burnt ends, while Big D Barbecue on Walnut Creek Drive has been known to put brisket burnt ends on their menu. Either way, They sell fast, and it's highly recommended that you call ahead to make sure they're not sold out. By the way, this coming Friday is also National Chianti Day, so what better way to pair your burnt ends than with a glass of red wine? Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. I'm Angel Biasati, and we're hosting our annual Boots Bag and Bling. It benefits the Breast Center at Methodist Mansfield. We'll talk about it next in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. July real estate market data is in. I'm Beth Steinke, and we'll unpack it together on the Mansfield Real Estate Report. In this week's Cocktail of the Week, I'll be talking about a cocktail that infuses the greatness of bacon with my favorite cocktail. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is about Mansfield. This portion of the news was brought to you by the Grandview Event Center. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, And I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Growth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube, Wealth Building Made Simple. The housing market is evolving as interest rates rise to meet inflation. Speculation abounds as to what the future may hold. Do you have a trusted advisor? The Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight should be your first call in all matters concerning real estate and the market. We specialize in residential real estate for both buyers and sellers. With industry partners across North America, our resources and expertise can turn the home you've been envisioning into a reality. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more. That's homesinmansfield.com. Congratulations to Karen Marcucci, who was the first person to correctly answer last week's Mansfield trivia question, which was simply to wish our host, Steve Casillo, a happy birthday. 
when we come back. This week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. At Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, we've been caring for our home team for over 15 years. Today, you'll find award-winning physicians on the medical staff, advanced neurosurgery, a level three trauma center, critical care for newborns, and comprehensive orthopedic care. Methodist Mansfield, delivering the care our friends, neighbors, and home team depend on. That's community, and why so many people trust Methodist. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and are you ready to make your voice heard? Want to bring out your ideas to life through captivating conversations and engaging visuals? Look no further than Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio, your one-stop destination for award-winning audio and video podcast recording. Equipped with cutting-edge microphones, crystal-clear audio recording, and high-definition cameras, we're here to turn your ideas into engrossing content. But it's not just about the equipment. We're dedicated to bringing out the best in your content. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, we're here to elevate your podcasting game. We'll even help you with intro music, transitions, voiceover, and that professional polish that sets your podcast apart. So whether you're into interviews, storytelling, or simply sharing your expertise, Podcast Mansfield can help bring your podcasting dreams to life. Visit podcastmansfield.com. Podcast Mansfield, we're creating your podcast masterpiece has never been easier. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is right now, this very second time for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield trivia question. If you are the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com, you will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice. It's brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. Colleen, let's get to this week's question. Well, Steve, the year was 1917, and Mansfield had an electricity problem. This week's trivia question is... Who received a 50-year franchise from City Council in 1917 to establish the city's first electric plant? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, who received a 50-year franchise from City Council in 1917 to establish the city's first electric plant? Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, I'm Paula Giamma Morales, Tarrant County Jury Bailiff, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Angel Biasati has news about a social event that you won't want to miss in today's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Angel? If you want to win a designer handbag, while raising money for breast cancer prevention, then join us for an evening of fun featuring Louis Vuitton, Kate Spade, and Michael Kors handbags, and more while eating delicious hors d'oeuvres and listening to Sophie Luttrell, 
who has been performing publicly since she was five years old. You may have seen her or heard her on Fridays at the Fort Worth Stockyards. So put on your pink and help our community create breast cancer awareness and prevention on September 8th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Grand View Room inside Cellmark. You don't want to miss it. Seats are limited, so register today at methodisthealthsystem.org backslash Methodist Mansfield Boots and Bling. It's a great way to afford a designer handbag without hearing about it from your partner later. And the best designer bags are worth investing in. That's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. I'm Angel Biasati reporting for the About Mansfield podcast. Realtor Beth Steinke shares details about July real estate data in the Mansfield Real Estate Market Update. Beth? It was last July when the Federal Reserve interest rate increases started really slowing the real estate market. It was dramatic and scary for those of us in the industry. Here we are, now 12 months later, with a full report. Let's start with the entire state, and then we'll drill down to our community of Mansfield. In Texas, when we compare this July to last July, over the entire state, we see the median home price is down just over 1% to $345,000. Closed sales are down nearly 8% statewide, and there are 15% more homes available to buyers for them to choose from than last July. There are approximately three months of housing inventory available for purchase, making it a moderate seller's market statewide. The average marketing time is 47 days for a home before a buyer is found. That is 21 days longer than last July. Again, these numbers are statewide. Now let's compare those to our DFW market. The median sales price is down just 1.2% year over year to 410000 and closed sales are down 7% slightly lower than Texas average, DFW has 2.6 months of inventory available for buyers to choose from. As we start getting closer to home, let's start with our neighbors to the north. Let's talk about Arlington. The average sales price is down 3.6% year over year, coming in at $342,000, and closed sales are down a whopping 25%. Arlington has few active listings for buyers to choose from and only two months of inventory. Sales are likely down due to the non-availability of homes to buy. We can't sell them if they're not listed. Sounds like many sellers are holding on to their homes just a little tighter in Arlington than the rest of the Metroplex. Interesting note, the average year built of an Arlington home involved in a sales transaction this July is 1984. Now let's zoom south to Midlothian. The median sales price is 440000 and that's down 8% year over year. The number of sales in Midlothian is down almost 40% since last July, and they report nearly four months of inventory available to buyers. Why the stark contrast for Midlothian compared to the Metroplex as a whole? Two words, new construction. The average year built of a home sold in July of 23 in Midlothian is 2019, in stark contrast to Arlington or really the Metroplex as a whole. Midlothian is our growth area. They have had a tremendous amount of land to accommodate the tens of thousands of people who have recently discovered that all great communities are south of I-20. 
Home builders were frantically building in the spring of last year to accommodate the tremendous demand. And once interest rates started climbing so fast, buyers put on the brakes and home builders were left holding inventory that had to be reduced and was on the market a healthy amount of days. Average days on market to find a buyer in Midlothian is over 100, with a total transaction time of 130 days. There are more than 10,000 rooftops already approved in Midlothian to be built. Looks like traffic on 287 isn't going to get better anytime soon. Now let's compare all of that data with what's going on here at home. I've said it before, and I'll double down on how impressed I am with Mansfield and how it is performing. It's a testament to the draw of our high-performing school district, the smart growth managed by our city council, and the infrastructure and city services available. Don't take that good-tasting clean water and twice-a-week garbage service for granted. It's not like that in every North Texas community. Median sales price for July of 2023 is an amazing $500,000. That's up 8.75% from last July. That's up, not down, 8.7%, even with rising interest rates. Sales are down 18% and listings too, almost 9%. We have just about two and a half months of inventory remaining for buyers to choose from. Total days on market are around 91. That's 56 days of marketing, 35 days in escrow to get to the closing table. By the way, the average year built for July 2023 in Mansfield is 2006 much more in line with the Metroplex as a whole. So our sales price is up, our inventory is down, interest rates are up along with days on market. So is the market slowing or accelerating? I'll say this, it's stable, it's solid. And we know that as soon as we can get those interest rates down, you can expect it to begin accelerating again. I'm certainly hoping that it will be in the fourth quarter, but not quite sure the Fed agrees with me. But I am as certain as I can possibly be that we will see interest rate relief in 2024. If you are putting off buying because of interest rates, let's talk. We may be able to get creative to make it a great move for you. I'm enjoying getting the opportunity to negotiate some great deals for my buyers this year. Do you have a real estate question I can answer? Send me a message via email to info at aboutmansfield.com. For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, either way, you know it's going to be good as Brian infuses a slice of heaven into a classic in the cocktail of the week. Brian. This week's cocktail of the week is the bacon-infused old-fashioned. The old-fashioned is a cocktail that dates back to the early 1800s and is considered one of the most classic whiskey drinks. This unique twist on the old-fashioned incorporates the beloved flavor of bacon to create a smoky, savory, and slightly sweet sipper. I'm using the Evan Williams Bottled and Bond bourbon as the base spirit, which provides a high-proof yet smooth drinking experience with notes of oak, caramel, and vanilla. But as always, don't worry about taking notes. I'll be giving out the ingredients and instructions and posting them on bourbongospel.com. So this week's cocktail, again, is the bacon-infused old-fashioned. Ingredients. You're going to need two ounces of Evan Williams Bottled and Bond bourbon. You're going to need one ounce of simple syrup. You're going to need three to ten dashes of a good orange bitter. And one or three Lizardo cherries. Here are the directions to make the bacon-infused old-fashioned. You start by rendering some bacon fat by cooking a few slices of thick-cut bacon in a skillet until crispy. Make sure you save two to three tablespoons of the rendered bacon fat. 
Next, grab a mixing glass filled with uh, two ounces of Evan Williams Bottled and Bond Bourbon, two to 10 dashes of bitters. I like more bitters, so that's why there's a wide range, and one teaspoon of simple syrup to the glass. Gently stir with a bar spoon to incorporate all of that. And here's where the bacon fat comes in. Take a piece of cotton cheesecloth and fold it over several times to create a sachet. Add the tablespoons of reserved bacon fat to the center and tie it closely with butcher's twine. Add the bacon fat sachet directly to the mixing glass and continue to stir for about 30 seconds. This will allow the bourbon to extract the bacon essence from the fat. And now once it's been properly infused, remove the sachet and express the oils of an orange peel over the top of the cocktail. Rub the peel around the rim of the glass to distribute the oils. Drop in a large ice cube and garnish with the expressed orange peel. Place one or three, remember bar magic happens only in odd numbers. So place one or three Lazardo cherries in the glass If you want to make it even fancier, take a piece of that cooked bacon on a decorative ice pick and place it in the drink. The end result is a brilliant balance of sweet, savory, smoky, and bitter flavors. The simple syrup provides a touch of sweetness while the bitters add an earthy bitterness. The smoky, salty bacon fat infused into the smooth bourbon to create a truly unique sipping experience. Each sip will have hits of vanilla and caramel along with a pop of bacon on the finish. The fat renders into the bourbon for a velvety-rich mouthfeel while the classic bitters tie everything together. Make sure to use high-quality thick-cut bacon for the best results. Applewood smoked bacon would be my choice, but you use whichever one makes you happy. The Bacon Old Fashioned is a fun twist on the classic cocktail that's perfect for brunch or anytime you're craving some porky goodness in drink form. The labor of infusing your own bacon fat pays off in the form of an elevated savory sipper. Just make sure to properly chill your glassware ahead of time to keep your drink icy cold. Then find your favorite chair, put your feet up, and enjoy this decadently bacon-fied Old Fashioned. As always, I'm open to hear your take and input. You can reach me at brian at bourbongospel.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. Thank you, Brian. We're back in one minute with our in-studio interview with Raul Gonzalez. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and we all remember the storm that blew through our town back in June that pelted this community with baseball-sized hail. It did a ton of damage around Mansfield, including my own roof. Regular listeners to About Mansfield have heard Paul Duncan's commercials for Trinity Roofing and Construction. And after the storm, I reached out to him, and boy, am I glad that I did. From the first call to Paul to working with the crew leader, the scheduling department, and the entire construction team, and how it all played out with my insurance company, working with Trinity Roofing and Construction was a breeze. It's easy to see why they're a platinum preferred contractor with Owens Corning with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So if you're thinking on replacing your roof, look no further than Trinity Roofing and Construction. They're a Mansfield-based company, and you can find them on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. Again, that's trinityroofingconstruction.com. 
Com. Hi, I'm Vandella Menifee, professional volunteer. You're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And in the studio today, it's, <laughs> I got to admit, it's been a couple of years in the making, but he's here. And uh, Raul Gonzalez, first of all, welcome to About Mansfield. Oh, thank you. I, I, I'm so excited to finally be here. You and I spoke uh, so many times about getting this done, and it's finally to get. It's it's finally nice to see you again, and yeah. and being here. Looking, you, I, I I was thinking about this the other day of of why did it take two years to get you in the studio, and and I was sitting in my my easy chair last night, and it, and it finally struck me that it was intimidation that as as I was going through the 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 process of how i came to intimidation that all right it takes it takes it takes a man with 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 a tremendous amount of self confidence to get up and dance in front of a camera <laughs> and it was the happy dance that led me to this is a very important man <laughs> and it became intimidating and 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 so that was the conclusion of why it took so long to get you. Wow. It was the, intimidated by the great Raul H. Gonzalez. I've never heard that before. And, you know, that really started when I was on the school board in Mansfield, and it was convocation. Yeah. And it was my first convocation, I remember, and uh, all the teachers were dancing, and I'm just—I love music. And so uh, when I'm in the car, I'm always moving, and I tell my wife, there's certain songs that don't you feel your body just makes you move, and— I went up on stage and just started dancing. The teacher just had the greatest time, and it became something that I did for 10 years while on the school board. And it just, you know, it put smiles on people's faces. When I would go to schools, yeah. uh, they would have music for me, and I would dance in all the schools. I remember Martha Reed had a <laughs> had a whole gym full of kids dancing with me, and it was really, really neat. Uh, but that's how it started. And um, I, I've just continued because it's I, to see the comments and hear people say that put a smile on my face, yeah. that's what it's about because smiles – do spread. And there's, you know, so much negativity in this world that I just feel like, you know, there's got to be some positive. So I'm not a great dancer. I just move whatever, you know, it's not even planned. It just happens. If it, what, if it make, if it feels you, you feel it. And it, it. is the, uh, you, you do this every Friday morning, the happy dance? No, I, I just do it whenever it happens. Okay. Um, you know, and you know what? And speaking of intimidation, <laughs> it, it, what happened was I was doing really well. And then I got started getting some comments from some of my friends saying, why are you going to change your moves? And I thought, holy mackerel, now I've got pressure of what I need to do. <laughs> and so if you notice, I've tried to change it, but it's just, it's just something I've done. It's just move. It's yeah. not planned. I'm not, I'm not Michael Jackson. I mean, by, you know, by no I think means. The one that went viral was you did the happy dance on home plate at, Glo- at Globe Life Field. And I, I think that was just an impromptu music happened to be playing over the PA. And... Um, you were standing on home plate. And by the way, for the listeners out there, if you don't know what the happy dance is, uh, go check out Raul Gonzalez on, on Facebook. And uh, because you do those live, right? Or, or are they recorded? No, they're recorded. They're recorded. Okay. And any any given Friday, go check them out and, and, and just find out what the happy dance is. If it doesn't make you smile... <laughs> 
you've got no soul. And I have to record it because some of the music that I select or just starts playing, I realize there's a word that should not be in there oh. <laughs> because I don't listen to the words and my my children will say, dad, do you know what that song says? Like, Uh-oh. no, I don't. I just listen to the beat and that's it. So that's why I record it to make sure that nothing is, you know, out there. Do you have a favorite jam? Uh, a go-to that uh, you, oh, today's a happy dance. I'm going to... Pull out. I have to go by uh, low by Florida. Oh, low, low, low. low, low so low, that's low. the one. Yeah, the, Kro- the Kroger song. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what. Yeah, okay. I, I look at that guy and it's like, or the woman. I go, that. Yep, that's me. All right, let's go back in time. Uh, for, oh, first of all, Raul H. Gonzalez. What does the H stand for? Hector. Hector. Very cool. And the, and the reason I put the H is if in El Paso, there's so many Raul Gonzalez's. When my dad. When I was a kid, they would call the house if that was asked if my dad was the the electrician or the plumber or whatever. So um, he worked for the post office. There was a lot of Raul Gonzalez's, so they called him R.H. And so I I use the H in honor of my dad. So born in El Paso, yes, sir. How long did you live in El Paso? Eighteen years to the day. I moved here to go to UTA on my eighteenth birthday, August twenty ninth, sixty two or eight. 80, 1980. 1980. I was going to say, you don't look. Yeah, 80. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and I moved here for the Cowboys. Nice. Nice. Okay. You majored, what'd you major in in UTA? Uh, management, BBA management. Okay. And um, so that BBA, uh, bachelor in? Business administration. Okay. That's how, because you're, you're, you're greatly affiliated with UTA. I, it, you're on the Arlington City Council, and every time I go to an event at UTA, there's Raul. Not only you're, a, you're an alum, but um, you're still involved through the College of Business. And talk about your involvement at, at UTA. Well, you know, when I moved here in 1980, I, I didn't fit in. I came in with bell-bottom pants, and I had hair back then. So, Were you a hippie? Uh, it, it, well, El Paso is a little different. And, okay. and so when we came here, that was not in. We had, you know, top siders, penny loafers, khaki pants and all that. So it was a little different. So, uh, but you know what? I felt so comfortable in this. I felt welcomed and it's just something mm-hmm. that I just, uh, and, and they gave me the, UTA gave me the tools to succeed. And I always feel that you have to give back. And so I've always said whenever I would graduate that I would give back. So, um, where my wife and I are both graduates from UTA. Um, she, we didn't meet there, but um, we're both graduates. We started an endowment uh, with UTA. We thought, you know what, we got to do it now. And it's um, it's an endowment for any Mantral ISD or Arlington ISD graduate attending UTA. doesn't matter what degree, what year, or your GPA. It's just somebody that needs the money because that was me. Uh, I barely got out of school and, yeah. you know, a thousand bucks makes a difference. So, Would, would that be the Raul H. and Kerry G. Gonzalez Endowed Scholarship Yearly Award? Impressive. Yes, sir. It's, that is it. Yeah. I My crack research department uh, dug that up. Very impressive. <laughs> and uh, you served on the MISD school board for 11 years, 2010 to 2020. And uh, a few of those years you were, you were president and... What were some of the issues that you were covering over the 11 years that you remember as a, as a major issue that you guys overcame or, or created new policy? Well, obviously, the first one was growth. I mean, growth, it was, it was just growing like crazy. In fact, uh, you know, I, I live in the, the summit area. And at the time, uh, I think in 2004 or five, when they built the other high school, you know, there was a lot of divisive talk about the, the, uh, the zones and everything else, and just I noticed how how that was becoming, and um, 
I was involved in East Arlington, really. This is how it all started. Um, I helped Sam Houston, Blanken, Rankin, all those schools in East Arlington, which have no PTAs whatsoever. Hmm. And they have no parental environment. And I just got really involved with that. And somebody said, why don't you run for a school board? I said, well, I live in Mantra ISD. Um, when I went back, I started thinking about, you know, Mantra ISD has, you know, at the time was 40% of the kids lived in Arlington of Mantra ISD. And that was 14,000 kids. Yeah. And the city of Arlington really did not recognize those kids. I mean, every time Mayor Cluck and all of the others, um, they would, you know, they would go to the schools and they never would come to the schools in, in, in South Arlington. And I just thought, you know what, I'd be a good connection. And I think at the time there was uh, Sandra Vathauer was the only school board member that was from Arlington. And I just thought, you know what, it'd be nice to have somebody from there. So that's why I did it. And it's, uh, um, but the, the, the growth of the schools was, was, um, you know, that, that was tough. And, and the zoning changes, you know, all the, um, the schools, the population growth, uh, you know, in uh, East Mansfield with Lake Ridge opening and everything else. Um, it's just, I always call it a whack-a-mole because we, you know, fix the zone for one school and then it pop up somewhere else. And right. I always believed, right. you know what, the lines probably at one day will need to be redrawn because it's just, this is not going to make sense. Well, and time. I hear where residents, we, we live across the street from Summit High School, but we go to Mansfield. And, and that actually, we almost got district out of, of Mansfield High I guess when maybe when late no it, it had to have been before Lake Ridge but uh, we live about a third of a mile from Willie Brown we live right across the street from Mansfield High School and they wanted to move us over to the other side the east side of 360 yep my wife who is uh, who's got a PhD in sociology and and knows GIS maps and and she looked at these these proposed uh, zoning changes, she goes, who dreamt this up? Because, and, and she spoke in front of the school board, but that's got to be tough where, and uh, they're going through zoning changes Absolutely. again right now, and someone's going to be affected. Absolutely. Someone's going to be upset about it. And that was the toughest because seeing emails uh, from uh, constituents being so negative about certain schools and everything else, just uh, the verbiage that was used and everything else. And I've always said, you know, when one high school goes down or one school goes down, the whole school district goes down. I've been in Arlington since 1980. I saw it with Sam Houston. You know, Sam Houston was always a tough school, and it just it spreads. And I always said, you know, if you let any of these schools in Bansfield ISD, um, people are just going to go. And I mean, the kids, parents, the kids are the priority. They're not going. They're not going to wait around for schools to be fixed. You're right. They want it to, to work. And so, you know, if, if you don't keep the schools up, people are just going to move somewhere else, you know, middle of the or Waxahachie, whatever it is. So it was important for me to, while I was on the school board that all schools were, were, were up there. Right. And represented by everyone on the school board. Absolutely. In fact, that's one of the things that I, and I still do this as city council. It's amazing when there's any event, like especially city council, they do ribbon cuttings and, and, uh, openings. I don't go to those events because there's going to be enough representation. I like to go to the events that people aren't going to go to. I mean, my favorite was when I would go to the read-ins at uh, I'm Eugene Gideon, Kenneth Davis. I mean, I remember the first time I went to Mary Orr and I walked in there and everybody was there. You know, Mayor Cook, the football team, the football coach, the principal. I mean, it was like over a hundred people ready to read to those kids. And then you go to some of these other schools in Mansfield SD, um, you know, Ponder, and there's maybe... 15 people in there. Yeah. And so that's when I made a point to, I'm going to go to the schools that, you know, when I get asked to those schools, I made a priority to make sure to go to the schools that a lot of people don't go to. And I try to make sure I hit every school while I was on the school board, which I did. 
I'm still waiting for a a Mansfield Elementary School to invite me to read at Dr. Seuss Day. And and I would I'm dying to read Fox and Socks to some elementary school classroom. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Uh, so. I, I know I can hook you up, but I'm a Gene Gideon because that's where that's where I read the the Dr. Seuss. So I will yeah. reach out to to I'm a Gene Gideon. There you go, and, and see if we can get you out there because uh, that, that, that's those are the fun books to read. Oh yeah, yeah. You've been off the school board for three years because you ran for Arlington City Council. Do you still follow the school board here in MISD? Absolutely, it's it's always gonna be part of my life. All right, um, it's it's important. I I believe in public education. Uh, I still support it, even as a city councilman. When I go to D.C., uh, when I go to Austin, um, you know, if, if, if you see me over there and uh, we'll be in sessions, I will bring up public education every single time, mm-hmm. how important it is to keep public education, to keep it funded. Uh, MISD will always be in my heart. I always believed it was one of the best school districts in the state of Texas, and I felt as a school board member, it was my job to maintain that, um, you know, with all the school board members before me, um, you know, they, they set high standards. And I had a, I had a lot of pressure being on the school board, making sure that it, the school district didn't go down while I was there. You served with, uh, I know Michael Evans was on the school board at the time. Uh, Terry Moore. Terry Moore. When I Who first started, it was Gail Mariki, Scott Snow, uh, Terry Moore, Doctor uh, Beth Light, Sandra Vathauer, Michael Evans. Uh, I've served with you know Dez, Karen Marcucci. I mean, there's been so many. Danny Boss. Courtney Wilson, I mean, that Courtney Wilson and I ran against each other the first time in 2010. Wow. And there was three candidates running. And so we would have to win by, you know, 50 plus one. And so uh, I remember walking into the, the, the Manfield Chamber candidate forum for the first time walking in there. And there was a city council member uh, who I've been friends for many years, walked up to me and says, you know, nobody in this room is going to vote for you. I said, well, we'll see what happens. And because I was from Arlington, nobody knew who I was. And yeah. I mean, I came out of nowhere. I just, you know, my, my wife was always in the schools. I was not in the schools. If there was an issue with the kids, that was my wife's job. I worked. And that's that's what we, that's what we chose to do at home. Yeah. You know, it was her. She wanted to be part of the with the kids and stay at home. And so when I ran, I, uh, you know, uh, people didn't know who I was, but I ran against Courtney. And at that point, you know, I knew who Courtney was and everybody knew who she was. So. At that point, I made uh, a point to knock on all the doors that had Courtney signs. And I said, I know you know Courtney, and you're probably going to vote for Courtney, but you do have a choice. And I said, I promise I won't let you down. So um, we went to a runoff, and uh, I beat her in the runoff. But you know what? We became friends. I mean, we didn't, it was, it was, it was a, it was a great campaign. You know, I met Julie Short at the time, and, um, you know, there were so many people that ran. I mean, Julie lost that year, also in a runoff to, I can remember his name. He, he worked for a, a, a gas company. Uh, he was there for many, many years. But, I mean, Stephen Lindsay. That's who oh, it yeah, was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stephen Lindsay. So we all became friends, and it was it was good. And then the next year, Courtney won. And so we were on the school board together, so it was so nice to be able to, to you know. Welcome to the club. Yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> and, and we both knew we, either one of us, whoever would win, would be a good school board member. And, yeah. Yeah. Courtney and I met back when our kids were in elementary school, and we met at a Hobby Lobby. <laughs> that I didn't, I had no idea who she was, but uh, I was looking with with my son uh, for little items for his uh, diorama, a school project. Turns out she was there doing the same thing. Wow. And we're looking through all these little things, and I kind of look at her and I go, diorama? She goes, yeah. 
I'm not finding what I'm looking for. And I said, neither am I. I said, tell you what, I'm going to go up to Michael's and look for something else. And uh, she goes, well, I tell you what, if they have this and this and this, why don't you give me a uh, a text? And she gave me her <laughs> phone number and a friendship was born yep. through Hobby Lobby. Courtney's a good person. Her whole family, I love all her kids. So Yeah. The uh, the differences between the MISD school board that you served on versus the current school board, your thoughts? Well, just the elections alone, you know, after I left, uh, just seeing the outside influence come in, that was very disappointing for me uh, because I think the outside influence basically said the school district was not running at a good it was not being done the correct way, which was a lot of false information. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, nowadays with elections, I think a lot of fear is, is put into um, some of these campaigns that make you vote a certain way. And I, that was the hardest part. And, I, you know, I really was hoping they would work together. And I think they're doing well. But seeing the first election of officers, that just spoke a lot. I mean, that and a lot of teachers reached out to me, administrators. They were just really shocked that that happened. Um, but, you know, what? I, I'm not involved in it. I don't I don't. You know, I watch it, yeah. uh, but I just, I was really, that really caught me off guard. So, um, you know. So the outside source that funded these candidates, you think they still have a, a stronghold on the the school board? This, this, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it was just the campaign. I don't yeah. think, you know, I mean, you're seeing some school districts doing some crazy things right now. I mean, I just read something about restrooms and. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's this fear throughout the country right now. I mean, it's, it's split and it's just very, it's, right. it's hard. It's, it's hard for me to hear what I see and, and, and read. And that's why I dance because there's so much negativity. Because just I mean, get out there and if, dance. If you don't agree with somebody, you're a racist or you're a hater. And that's so wrong. I mean, right. we're not go- going to agree. My wife and I don't agree. You know, it's just not going to happen. It's just, we have to work together. God put us on this earth to work with each other. And I truly, truly believe that. And that's how I was raised. My wife always said, she would always tell people, I have to vote to cancel Steve's vote. <laughs> we don't, yeah, yeah, we don't think alike. But it works. I mean, thirty six years we're right. we're uh, we still hug and kiss uh, uh, before we go to work, and and yeah, uh, it's okay to have differing opinions. Anyway, moving on. You're on the Arlington City Council, yes, sir. We're and actually we're going to work our way back to the the school board here. Um, the city council is or Arlington City is broken up into eight districts. There's actually five districts and then three at large. Oh, so so okay. there, there's five districts, and then there's three at large, which are voted by the entire city. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Okay, I I misread the Arlington uh, website. I I saw that there. So there's District One, District Two, but I also noticed there's District Seven, Eight, but those are voted six, seven, eight by the entire city, like the mayor. Okay. Do you think the MISD school board should be split up into districts? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. They no, should no. be city. Yeah, you you represent the entire every school. Every school is different. Every school's needs are different. That's why you see some of these large cities when they have districts for city council or school board. It does not help. In fact, that's one of the hardest things. When I got on city council, they kept saying you represent district two. I said no. My voters live in my district. I represent the city of Arlington. Right. My vote counts the same as everybody else's, and I want to hear from everybody in the city of Arlington. And that's why I was on the school board. My kids went to Summit. My kids went to Charlotte Anderson, across Timber T. Howard. But I represented Timberview, Lake Ridge, Manfield, Legacy, 
every single school. And that's how I looked at it. I mean, in fact, it's funny. I was, I was invited to more to other schools than to the schools that my kids went to. In fact, I hardly was ever invited to Summit. I would be there as a parent, but I never. But, I mean, Lake Ridge was the number uh, – Lake Ridge invited me all the time. So I really believe you've got to be you, – you've got to be in all the schools. So it's, it, it wouldn't – it wouldn't benefit the district or it wouldn't benefit the school board to have a representative from, say, each within the boundaries of each high school. Well, that I live in the Lake Ridge district and you live in the legacy district and uh, that you can only have, uh, well, there are seven on the school board. So you've got, uh, there are five high schools, five districts and two at large. (sighs) Mm, I got you thinking. Yeah, because I mean, right now, I think all the school board members are all from one high school, if I remember correctly, or it's I pretty close. So. And so, you know, that when you that's what's making me think is, is but if you start doing that, it's just, it's it's hard to be on the school board and city council. You got to have somebody that's committed and have the time. And that's what's hard about all that. It's it's a volunteer position. And so just having somebody in that position, just in that district, they might not be qualified. And I, that's kind of hard to say. But I mean, I, when I was on school board, we always tried finding somebody from a different school. Right. You know, we want somebody from Mansfield. We want somebody from Legacy. We want it. But yeah. So I guess doing that, I, I don't know. I've just, I've seen, I saw Fort Worth ISD. When I first got on the school board, I remember I met with one of the, the city uh, school board members and I had a lunch with him. And he said, I said, tell me how it works. He said, well, you got to set yourself apart. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you got to be your own person. And they represent districts. He goes, for me, for me, for instance, he goes, I put in where we have ambulances in our football game. I said, well, I, I thought all school districts, you know, I thought all schools. He goes, no, they copied me. I said, what do you mean copied you? He goes, well, that was my idea. I said, hmm. And so I felt right then I, I noticed like it was his idea. It was his, it was his school. No, it's something you got to do for the entire district. So that's only, and I see Dallas do the same thing. I see the city council where they, you know, there's some that are stronger than others. You can see, I mean, I work in downtown Dallas. It's filthy. I mean, yeah. the representative da- downtown Dallas is not getting things done and, and, and it's by himself. And I feel like it should be the entire city council should be, Hey, we got to fix this up. So that's what I see from some cities growing up in El Paso. I see the same thing. You know, I see different districts and I see it has not worked in those big towns. So, um, that's your opinion. Yeah. There you go. That's my opinion. We're talking with current Arlington City Councilman and former Mansfield ISD trustee, Raul Gonzalez. And we will pick up part two next week. As always, this is the place where you will hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and conversation. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, or support this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Head on over to our website aboutmansfield.com and enter your email address right there on the website. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel B. Asadi. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering. Steve Casillo. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent, you know it. It's prohibited. Thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this... is about Mansfield.